Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic will be fun facts about the Canary Islands, and then at the end of the program, I'm going to teach you about Canarian cuisine, which is something I've never heard of, and it's a lot of fascinating stuff. Let's get started. The population of the Canary Islands, all eight islands combined, is 2.2 million people. The Canary Islands are owned by Spain. So they are islands that are owned by Spain, and they are basically a cluster of eight islands off the northwest coast of Africa and 600 miles from the mainland of Spain. Uh, They are actually closer to Africa than they are Spain. Now, most people think that the Canary Islands were named after the bird, and that is totally false. I got some interesting stuff for you. Canarian, uh, uh, canary is a derivative of a Latin word for dog. And the bird, the canary, was actually named after the islands. So most people think the islands were named after the bird. The bird was actually named after the island. And in Spanish, a derivative of the word canary means dog. Uh, Some tourists will tell you that the Canary Islands have perfect weather all year round. All right. (laughs) Over 40% of the jobs in the Canary Islands are for travel and tourism. Now, I just want to go off script here. I was stunned, and I'm telling you, I'm stunned to find out that the yearly tourist amount of tourism for the Canary Islands is over 12 million people. Now, why did that shock me? Because I have covered, if you go to my archives, I've done 160 shows. And I have covered some of the most famous spots around the world. And they are only getting 3 million a year, 4 million a year. The Canary Islands are getting over 12 million tourists every year. All right. So tourism is the main job in the, uh, on the islands. And travel and tourism is the main job, processing clean technologies and oil refineries are the backbone of the economy in the Canary Islands. Uh, One thing that makes the Canary Islands unique is they have two capitals. There are plenty of things to do in the Canary Islands, such as swimming with sea turtles. Uh, That sounds fun. So you can swim with big, huge sea turtles. And some people people that have swam with the sea turtles say it's the best thing they've ever done on their vacation. Now, keep in mind, the Canary Islands are a cluster of eight islands. So when I'm talking about the Canary Islands, I'm not going to name the specific island. I'm just going to say one of the Canary Islands. So one of the eight Canary Islands is over 20 million years old. Wow. 
All right, and as I said, I'm not going to try to pronounce the names of the islands. I'm just going to say one of the islands. Another one of the Canary Islands has the largest volcano in the entire world. And yet another one of the Canary Islands was inhabited by a giant lizard species <laughs> at one time. One of the islands is run on 100% reusable energy. How about that? I think it's the only spot in the entire world that is run on 100% reusable air, uh, energy. What does that mean? That means all of their power comes from the wind, the sun, and water. That is amazing. If they can spread that to the rest of the world, that'd be great. Uh, having a pit stop in the Canary Islands is very common for sailors who are trying to go from the Atlantic Ocean in Europe to Africa to the Caribbean. So... The Canary Islands are very popular for people that sail. There are, there are people I read about online doing this, researching this episode, that are literally tr uh, sailing around the world. And the reason that the Canary Islands are so popular for sailors is that the pit stops are very high quality. There's a lot of, you know, they can stop off in the Canary Islands and have a good time. The unemployment rate in the Canary Islands, however, is very high. I was surprised at some of the numbers I saw. And like I told you, as we go through this episode, I want everyone to think that the Canary Islands, which isn't talked about that much, get a whopping 12 million-plus tourists every year. I have done some of the most popular spots in the world that only get 5 million. So the Canary Islands get over 12 million tourists every year. All right. And like I said, I'm not going to try to pronounce each individual island. It's too hard for me to pronounce. I'm just going to tell you it's one of the Canary Islands. So one of the reasons that sailors do a pit stop in the Canary Islands is because they have very high-quality sailor ports. So if a sailor is anywhere near the Canary Islands, they will make a pit stop. Christopher Columbus made a pit stop in the Canary Islands on his way to discovering the new world. How about that? If you are a history buff, the Spanish Civil War actually started in the Canary Islands. Now, as I told you, this is a major tourist attraction. Over 12 million people visit the Canary Islands. And keep in mind, they only have 2.2 million living there. So, one of the islands has a restaurant where you can cook your own food over a volcano. And as I was reading the world travelers' opinions of the Canary Islands, they say that that restaurant is one of the best experiences they've ever had. So I think that's fascinating. So one of the restaurants uh, allows you to cook your food over a volcano. Okay. One of the largest hard-shell turtles in the entire world, which is on the endangered species list, can be found in the Canary Islands.
the self-proclaimed most spectacular water attraction in all of Europe can also be found in the Canary Islands. And keep in mind, if you're just joining us at the end of the show, I'm going to teach you about Canarian cuisine, which is something I swear I never heard of till two days ago. So there is a cuisine specific to the Canary Islands, and it is called Canarian cuisine. And I'm going to teach you about it in a few minutes. Some of the resorts in the Canary Islands, because like we said, 12 million people visit a year, uh, contain saltwater swimming pools. How about that? So the swimming pool is all natural salt water. How about that? Here's a very fun fact. This might be the fun fact of this whole episode. San Antonio, Texas was founded by people from the Canary Islands. And I have heard of the Canary Islands before I wrote this episode, but I didn't know how popular they were until I wrote this episode. Here's another interesting fact. The world's worst aviation disaster happened in the Canary Islands on March 27th of 1977 on a cloudy night, two major Boeing 747s collided in the air above the Canary Islands. And that is considered the worst aviation disaster in the history of the world. How about that? Uh, Canarian wrestling is a sport that is only done in the Canary Islands. So the Canary Islands have their own sport. It's called Canarian wrestling. Uh, If you're sitting at home and you're a movie buff, You might be saying to yourself, how do I know the Canary Islands? I know the Canary Islands for some reason. That is because Hollywood has filmed several movies in the Canary Islands. Uh, let's, Let's name a few. One Million Years B.C. from 1966 was filmed in the Canary Islands. Fast and Furious number six was also filmed. In the Canary Islands, the 2010 movie Clash of the Titans was filmed in the Canary Islands. And there are literally dozens more movies that are very popular uh, that have been filmed in the Canary Islands. So if you're a movie buff and you're sitting at home saying, how do I know the Canary Islands? Several Hollywood movies have been filmed in the Canary Islands. Just from the research I've done for this episode, the most stunning thing to me is how many people visit the Canary Islands. (laughs) The population of all eight Canary Islands is only 2.2 million, and they get 12 million people visiting every year. If you're a Tex-Mex fan, its origins are from the Canary Islands. So if you enjoy Tex-Mex food, The origin started in the Canary Islands. Uh, One of the things that I have the most fun doing with this show is to read the replies on the websites that do blogs about traveling uh, from the world travelers. I'll tell you, it's very interesting to me 
uh, the responses the blo- the travel bloggers get from their postings. And cooking over a volcano and how delicious the food that they made cooking over a volcano at the restaurant I told you about dominates a lot of the blog responses online. So if you're planning to go somewhere new and you want to go to the Canary Islands, uh, look out for that restaurant because literally 60% of the replies to the blog posts are talking about how delicious the food that they cooked over the volcano and how great of an experience it was. So I just wanted to point that out to because we have a lot of people that listen to this show that are motivated to visit some of the places around the world I cover just from this show. So this is episode 162. So I have covered 162 other locations around the world. Uh, so we are on number 162. The Canary Islands are great for golfers. If you love golf, it is one of the top destinations for golfers. Some people say that the best wine in the entire world comes from the Canary Islands. Like I said, I've heard of the Canary Islands. I just didn't know they were this popular. Come, some of the clearest skies in all of Europe are located in the Canary Islands. So stargazing is very popular in the islands. Some of the biggest parties or festivals that are associated with the country of Spain. Now keep in mind, the Canary Islands are very famous for throwing huge celebrations. And some of the biggest festivals associated with the country of Spain occur in the Canary Islands. Okay? If you've heard of Mojito, the sauce, that accompanies most of the dishes in Canarian cuisine. We're going to talk about the cuisine in a few minutes. As I mentioned earlier, windsurfing and beaches are the number one reason people say they go to the Canary Islands on vacation. If you enjoy rock climbing, The Canary Islands are one of the top spots in the entire world for rock climbers. All right. Cycling is also a major thing in the Canary Islands. So if you like to go cycling, the Canary Islands are your spot. Okay. The military defense. Now, who's responsible? I'm sure a lot of you listening, because we have a lot of military buffs that also listen to the show. That's why I try to add some fun facts about the military in each location. The military defense. Who is responsible for defending the Canary Islands? That is the responsibility of the Spanish armed forces. Uh, The Canary Islands have eight total airports. If you want to go from one of the Canary Islands to the other, there are plenty of ferry boats. And ferry boats are pretty much the main uh, vehicle of operation to get you from one island to the other. All right, everyone. I want everyone, everyone listening to the show to give yourselves a round of applause. I think we did a great job.
giving fun facts about the actual Canary Islands. And I think the most interesting thing is, like I said, if you go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and just look for Learn About World Cuisine, and you listen to the 160 other episodes, you'll see that I have covered some of the biggest spots on the planet. And not many of them have gotten a whopping 12 million tourists per year. I was stunned when I saw that. Most of the major attractions that I have covered get like 5 to 7 million people a year visiting. Canary Islands have 12 million. So, like I said, before I wrote this show, I never heard of Canarian cuisine in my entire existence. So let's talk about Canarian cuisine. Canarian cuisine is the cuisine of the Canary Islands. Canarian cuisine refers to the cuisine that is eaten in the Canary Islands. People say that Canarian cuisine is one of the least known cuisines in the entire world. And guess what? I never heard of it until two days ago. So it is one of the least known cuisines in the entire world. Mojito sauce is the main component in Canarian cuisine. So they use a ton of mojito sauce, and that is used to accompany a lot of the dishes in Canarian cuisine. They also love to make their own cheese, and that's a popular thing in the cuisine of the Canary Islands. Uh, Many restaurants in the Canary Islands will give you a grilled cheese sandwich with the mojito sauce. As a starter to your meal. So that sounds, that actually sounds very good. If anybody doesn't know what mojito sauce, I'm going to talk about it in a few minutes. But combining that with grilled cheese actually sounds pretty good. The beginning of a meal in Canarian cuisine usually starts with soup. Okay. Some of the most popular soups are fish and potato soup. Now, As I was researching Canarian cuisine, because I'm trying to give my listeners the most clearest picture I can, I found out a couple interesting things. Uh, The first thing I found out is pork is used often. Uh, Pork, chicken, rabbit, and goats are the most popular meats in Canarian cuisine. And I also want to let my listeners know from experience. Now, if you go to my your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and you listen to all my past episodes, you will learn that goat meat is the most popular meat in the entire world. And goat meat is probably the least popular meat in the United States. But worldwide, goat meat is very popular. And goat meat is very popular in Canarian cuisine. Okay? In fact, goat meat has been a popular meat in the Canary Islands for centuries. Okay? And as I said, a lot of you may not know this, but when you are discussing worldwide meat, goat meat is the most popular meat in the entire world. It is probably the least popular meat in the United States. Rabbit stew is also a popular dish in Canarian cuisine. Pork is used in a lot of the dishes. 
And desserts in the Canary Islands are very simplistic. Basically, it's fresh fruit or a simple pastry. And as I mentioned earlier, wine. Some people say that the wine in the Canary Islands that are grown, that is uh, made in the Canary Islands is some of the best wine in the entire world. Uh, basically, what, are they, what is Canary cuisine? How do they eat? Basically, as they do in most of the world, they just have a simple uh, sweet or pastry with coffee for breakfast. And as I told you in many, many other episodes, other countries around the world do not eat heavy breakfasts. It's mainly a pastry and a cup of coffee. And that is the way it is in the Canary Islands. Uh, There are several locations, if not most of the world, do not eat heavy breakfasts as they do in the United States. Uh, Breakfast around the world, France, Italy, etc., is basically a simple pastry and a cup of coffee, okay, or a croissant. Apples, bananas are very popular fruits in the Canarian cuisine. And as I mentioned earlier in this episode, but it is worth re- re- uh, reiterating, that Tex-Mex cuisine originated in the Canary Islands. The drinking age in the Canary Islands is just 18 years old. Okay. All right. Now, here's something I want to go off script with because I have covered this in many, many places around the world. Okay. And I want to explain this for my world listeners. Okay. In many countries around the world, tipping is not popular okay if you're listening to this episode in the united states uh tipping is a very big deal but tipping in a lot of places around the world is not a thing okay and the canary islands tipping is not a thing but i found it interesting from doing um this show that tipping around the world is not very popular. And the Canary Islands tipping is not a thing. So if you're listening to the show in America, you'll be surprised to learn that tipping is not a big deal around the world. In case you're planning a visit to the Canary Islands, you can go to the Canary Islands very inexpensively. And as we mentioned on my last episode, Your vacation total depends on how you spend your money. And there are very, very many restaurants in the Canary Islands that you can eat inexpensively. Okay? So you can eat at a lot of places on the cheap in the Canary Islands. As I uh, taught everyone last week, The amount of money you spend on your vacation is up to you. Even the most luxurious vacations you can find somewhere that's not expensive to eat. Okay? There are a lot of inexpensive places in the Canary Islands. Uh, The Canary Islands have their own brand of beer. Hmm. How about that? 
A lot of Spanish cuisine is mixed in with Canarian cuisine, such as paella. So Canarian cuisine has a lot of Spanish cuisine mixed in. Uh, the Canary Islands. Here's a fun fact. I want everyone to hold on to your chair. I don't want anyone falling off your chair because of these fun facts. The Canary Islands are the only region of Spain that produces beer, rum, and wine all in the same spot. Let's say this again. The Canary Islands are the only region of Spain that produces beer, rum, and wine by themselves. I think that's pretty fascinating. Uh, I think you'd say very... Okay, how about that? I want everyone to give themselves a round of applause. I want everyone to give yourselves a a standing ovation. I think we hit a home run. I think we gave you the most fun facts about both the Canary Islands. And I'm sure a lot of you are like me. You probably never heard of Canarian cuisine. Uh, We had a lot of new listeners last week. So I want to explain how everyone can listen to my 161 other episodes. If you go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio. This show does very well on Amazon Music. Uh, Just search for Learn About World Cuisine, and you can listen to the 161 other episodes. But I'm going to do everyone a personal favor, and you do not have to thank me. But everything can be done right from my website. So if you go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com, not only can you communicate with me on the front page, I just had communication this past week, uh, but you can also click a link to get 161 other episodes. Now, if you're one of our new listeners, we had a lot of new listeners last week. Uh, Each week, I take a different location around the world. And I give you fun, mind-blowing facts about the location itself. And then at the end of each show, I talk about the cuisine. I have covered every cuisine that I know of. Uh, We've covered French, Italian, Portuguese. We've covered Polish. Everything's on the podcast platform. So you can either go to Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or any other of the major podcast platforms. Or you can skip all that, and you can go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com. And you can get a link to all 161 other episodes. Now... I want to make it very clear. If uh, I read an article that said 75% of the people that listen to podcasts would like to interact with the host. And I saw that, that this past week. I got several communications. So if you would like to communicate with this show and you want to give suggestions about future shows or you want to criticize past shows, uh, the front page of my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com, 
has a communication form where you can communicate with me, and I'll get the message within minutes. Now, listen, I don't mind if you want to complain about the show. That doesn't bother me. I respect critique, okay? We had somebody communicate with me not too long ago saying that I repeat everything that I say. I do that because there are a lot of people that don't hear something right away, and I think if it's important, I'll repeat it. But I respect criticism. All you got to do is go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com. And if you want to give suggestions for future shows, uh, do that. It's all on the front page of my website. Uh, So keep in mind, every week I take a different location around the world, and I give you fun, mind-blowing facts about the location first. I had some complaints. People say, Kevin, you talk a little bit too much about the locations, but we have a lot of history buffs, and we have a lot of world travelers that listen to the show. If you're not interested in the location and you just want to hear about the cuisine, just fast forward to the end of the show. That's what I responded when they contacted me on my website. I said, listen, if you don't want to get fun, mind-blowing facts about the location, just fast forward to the end of the show and then listen for the cuisine. So keep in mind, you can also tell your smart device A-L-E-X-A, or if you have Google or whatever, play the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast, and your smart device will also play the show. Okay, so whether you have the A-L-E-X-A from Amazon, I can't say the word because she's right next to me. Whether you have the Google or whatever, you can just say, hey, play the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast, and it'll play the show. Uh, This show does very well on Amazon Music, so if I was going to recommend anything, I would say just go there, but you can skip all that, and you can just go to my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com, and I have a direct link to all 161 past episodes, and I have a form on the front page where you can communicate directly with me. I was happy to see people did that. I was actually invited to a huge media event through my website this past week. I'm not going, but I was invited. So that's how you can communicate with the show. I want to thank everyone, but keep in mind, if it's Thursday morning, it's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform or my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com, for the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast. I will talk to everyone next Thursday.